for me, Malik was the brawn to Revan's brain. He was renowned for his combat abilities, and I always felt that he was better than Revan with a lightsaber. I also felt that he wasn't as strong at using the Force in other ways as Revan was. That was Drew Carpation on Revan and on Malak. And this is the Star Wars Renegades podcast. To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not simply their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. Look how old you become. I am a Senate. This is but a taste of the dark side. Like you said, only the strongest shall Renegades Podcast. Welcome to the Renegade Squadron. Hey everybody, what's up? This is Take Friggin' 3 on trying to record this episode. Those that are watching the live stream right now are having a laugh at how bloody ridiculous this has been. Those that aren't watching the live stream, be glad that you weren't. Uh, This is episode 2 of the Star Wars Renegades Podcast. Revan is coming. Uh, I'm your host, Sean. Thank you for being here with us tonight, today, whenever the hell you're listening or watching this. Greatly appreciated. Joining me from the abyss, the floating head, our Zordon, if you will, of this podcast, it's uh, it's Johnny. What's happening, man? Don't tell me to go to the command center. It ain't fucking happening. <laughs> I, am I at least 90s Zordon and not crappy movie Zordon? Oh, for sure, for sure, man. All right. I mean, I crappy movie Zordon looks better than you. You couldn't pull that off. Oh, oh! See, we were having a moment, and I appreciated that. And then, then you had to go and ruin it. I hope you're pleased with yourself. Just for that, I'm changing all your questions for Death Watch. <laughs> but you don't know what numbers I've picked. Question: The real question, once we get yeah. to the Death Watch segment, is: Do you have a coin or a bottle cap? He's looking around. He's like, shit, I have neither. Uh, this might be appropriate Actually, time to let everybody I, I know. A, that I have a Gatorade bottle that has a nice, lovely cap yeah, on it, work. so I'm good. So bottle cap central. You got on me last week for not having a coin. Just going to say, I'm saying. I probably have a coin. I just, I'd have to look on my desk. There's always coins floating around, man. I, uh, wow. Also joining us this evening. He is the man behind the curtain, our very own Wizard of Oz, the guy sporting the Yoda lamp and the Millennium Falcon t-shirt, the guy who's about to walk off here if we have any more technical difficulties. It's Tommy B. What's happening, dude? Hey, Johnny. Again? Johnny Again? <laughs> hey, guys. Look at that I'm beautiful Canadian quarter. Coin. I'm hanging in there. I'm doing the best I can. And as these challenging times are getting tougher and tougher for all of us i'm just you know trying to be present and be there for those i love and for all those we care about i'm sure it's the same for all of you yeah well i mean this isn't a political show and the live i'll get to that in a second but all i'm going to say is with the events that are going on in the world right now is uh change has been needed change has been needed for a really long time hopefully change is coming and you should stand up for what you believe in uh, and just our thoughts are with everybody. Now, the live audience right now, for those of you that are listening after the fact, is going, please, God, don't mess up again and just get on with the show. Uh, and in fact, we will. But before we do, we'd just like to point out that one of our social media uh, channels that we're really trying to grow here 
is our Instagram account. We know a lot of you are on Instagram, so if you'll take a second, you can follow us on Instagram at Star Wars Renegades, all one word, or you can check us out at Fandom Empire Now. You need to add the now to it. So uh, that's where you can find us posting each and every day, all sorts of new stuff, obviously on Twitter and Facebook too. But let's dive right into this, guys. We don't have time to shoot the shit on this one. Let's get right to the Net Report. Net breaking news. I am the Senate. Holonet breaking news. It's treason, Ben. All right, guys, the Holonet Report. This is our segment. Each and every week, we dive into a little bit of Star Wars news uh, with all you guys. And uh, we're going to do this a little bit of out, of out of order here is... It's believed, I don't know if this is still happening because I don't know if it was tied to the PlayStation conference it was going to happen or not, but uh, earlier in the, uh, or sorry, on the weekend, it was reported that the Project Maverick game that we heard about, which is believed to be some sort of Star Wars fighter game on the Xbox and the PlayStation, uh, is going to be officially revealed. Whether that will still happen or not, I'm not so sure. I seen I seen in one group people were trying to build this up because it was from EA, that uh, I mean, all the games are technically distributed through EA right now, but they were trying to sell other people on this is it, this is the Knights of the Old Republic remake. And as much as I would love for that to be the case and would be absolutely blown away, I see no evidence of that whatsoever. One, why the hell would they call it Project Maverick? They're clearly making an indication towards the whole Top Gun, you know, flight thing. They even tweeted out a thing of uh, Top Gun, so I'd, I'd be shocked if this had anything to do with Nice the Old Republic. But the question I have for you two on this panel this evening is, it is, does an exclusive Starfighter game even interest you at this point, or is it way past its time? Johnny? Um, I mean, exclusively? I mean, it could... I mean, but it would require more than just that. You know, there, there'd have to be a good story behind it. You know, that isn't just about the cockpit and, and flying, because that would get pretty old pretty fast, I think. You know, but if they could, if they could weave in that with, you know, a great story about the pilot that you, you know, play as, then I could see it working. But I... I I don't know, exclusively flying titles. I think they're, you know, for me as a gamer, they're a little passe. You know, I haven't played an exclusive, you know, solely flying game since, wow, I, I can't legitimately remember the last one I played. I think maybe it was, uh, I went for the Xbox, was it uh, Red something or other? I'm, I'm trying to think of what it might have been. Um... It was an it was an Xbox title, like it was an actual Microsoft title. Like I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Tommy B, how about you, man? Can like are you willing to pay full price for an exclusive Starfighter type game, storyline or not? So I'll say briefly that I have great memories of playing Star Wars Starfighter and Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. However, I played those games after their prime and probably got them pretty darn dirt cheap. Uh, maybe, you know, the $20 range, $30 range. So I would most likely really enjoy a new Star Wars, uh, you know, flight exclusive game. However, as Johnny said, the story's got to be done well. And just in general, the game has to be done well. Show me a, a flight game made for the year 2020 or 2021, 2022, whatever, that has all the advancements in video game making technology in it. If you can do that and you can make it worth my money, it will be a shut up and take my money moment, and I will be thrilled to get into the game. 
Uh, I don't think it matters what the story is for me, guys. At at ninety two dollars Canadian, if it is a full price game, I'm balking. I'm sorry. I, I love Star Wars. I do, but uh, full price for something like this uh, is just not my not my cup of tea in the least. But uh, hey, for those that have been desperately waiting for a game like this, this might be for them. You know. We do know that in the background of the Project Maverick image, we see X-Wings and a Star Destroyer. So, shocker, this is probably original trilogy again. Uh, and, you know, at some point, you just got to sit there and, and, and wonder, you know, really? Original trilogy again? Like, <laughs> you talk about shrinking the universe, whether it's in comics and or novels... Guys, you need to grow. You need to expand outside the Skywalker saga, for bloody sakes. Uh, hey, I love the Skywalker saga as much as the next guy, but it's time for some expansion. Let's move outside of that. Let's try some new things. Agreed, but I have to say I might be willing to entertain it if it's sequel era. So you can see... Different-looking Star Destroyers, TIE Fighters, and X-Wings. Yeah, what's the, what's the difference between the sequel era and the original trilogy era? Oh, 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 oh we, we painted an X-Wing black. It's new. There is room to grow. Well, it is actually a different model X-Wing. You know, there's, there's no difference. Just because we have the three movies and because of the lack thereof of story building the movies did or left many of us unsatisfied does not mean that they can't fix those problems. They can't create new fantastic star fighters, which would just throw us. The, so uh, 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 like, look, I'm sorry. I, I had to, you had to, because Hater. like, how do you then go, okay, so where were these during the movies? Oh, you know that big cluster of starfighters? They all got that... blown up. They all blew they all, up. They all got they blown got, up. Every one of them got blown up at the end of the game. That's why they weren't in the movies. Every single model. Wow. Yeah, everyone. It was a prototype. Yeah. Well, regardless of what it ends up being, guys, Project Maverick is supposed to get announced this week. Whether that still happens or not remains to be seen. If it does happen, we'll definitely be covering it on the next episode of Star Wars Renegades podcast. More importantly, though, I should point out that if it's not a full-price game, and I think that it's worth the money, i definitely give it a try. But at full price, I'm not interested in a Starfighter game. I'm just not, you know? I, honestly, I'd pay full price for a Rogue Squadron remake before I paid full price for a new Starfighter game. That, that's just me. Uh, let's move on to the next piece of news here. And uh, that is, uh, so we're getting some details out of the Rebel sequel series. And uh, the details that came our way point out that it is, in fact, not a Rebels sequel series, but rather a new series that some of those characters will appear in. So that's kind of paving the way for new characters to be the focus and the other characters popping up that, that they might, you know, some of them might be in the main cast. But I think a lot of people just assume for a while now that, oh, we're getting all those characters back and it's going to be their series. And that appears to not be the case. Uh, guys, where are you with this? Does that make sense to you? Like, Star Wars formula typically says, and when it comes to their shows, that, yeah, they're going to introduce some new characters so they can sell some new merch and some new toys. Johnny? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that is kind of the Star Wars way, you know, that no matter what it is, they introduce new characters, even if it's only one or two, you know, just because... It, it, even, even before the Disney buyout, Star Wars was ridiculous for merchandising i mean look at the action figures you know if you were in a scene for 30 seconds there's probably an action figure of you somewhere you know so this, this isn't exactly something new to star wars but disney is just as as bad about that you know they want they want as many new characters as they can get in things and it, yeah i don't see any new projects not having a, at least a couple of original characters 
Uh, I'm with you on that one. Tommy, does that excite you or disappoint you, man? Where, where do you fall on that scale? I got to say it sounds real expected. I've, well, I love Rebels, and I would be thrilled to receive a Rebels sequel series. I've always been skeptical of the concept. Uh, there's just a lot in development right now, and receiving a series following the same characters right after that, yeah, it's I got a lot to be skeptical about. You know what I'm saying? So I think I'm more more likely to believe that these characters could take on a side role, probably more active than what Ahsoka was throughout most of Rebels. But, yeah, she's, or they're not going to be the main characters, rather. I think I would not be surprised if that's the route this went. So the one thing to take home here, guys, is last week's episode, we talked about how it didn't make sense for there to be an Ahsoka series where she was the main character along with Bo-Katan and uh, Sabine, and then have, have those guys also be the main characters of the animated series. Well, if this ends up being the case, I do feel like that clears that situation up a bit. What do you guys think? No, I think you're right. I'm sorry, say that again? It happens every now and again that I agree <laughs> with a stance that you take on a particular subject. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Y'all are a bunch of haters. You know <laughs> A little late there, but it that's fitting, I think. I think it's fitting. Um, wow. All right, guys, let's move on to the final topic here in the Net report. And uh, this one I love. It's, it's, it's not really a huge... I mean, there's stuff to read into it, absolutely, but it's not like groundbreaking news. Uh, so we got some new Funko Pops coming, four of them. Uh, one of them being a Shadow Trooper, which looks pretty cool, by the way. I like the way the Shadow Trooper looks. Uh, the other one is Yoda. I believe it's Yoda because I don't think it's Baby Yoda. Um, but the other two, which has caught a lot of the fandom's eye, not just my own, is Revan and Malak. And if you don't know who those characters are, one, the episode's friggin' titled Revan is Coming. <laughs> And two, you're living under a rock and haven't played Knights of the Old Republic. Any of them, for that matter. Uh, look, guys, first of all, these things look fantastic. It's immediately on my absolute must-buy list. You know, I want to be throwing these things up on the shelf behind me or even closer and having them showing up each and every episode. I, I think they look bloody amazing, and I absolutely have to get my hands on that. That said, I also said I had to get my hands on the Janus Solo Black Series figure, and that hasn't happened yet. So... Uh, definitely still I, on the search for that. I, I think it's going to be different with these ones. I mean, if there's one thing Funko Pops are, it is highly available. You know, I, I, you know, at least for me anyway, you know, when it comes to Star Wars Pops, you know, it, it, it helps to be a creature of social media. You know, I haven't missed any that I've wanted to get, thanks to the lovely fact that, you know, one of the main places to get Funko Pops around here is Hot Topic. That's where I get all mine. Oh, that might be a problem at the moment. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but let's be honest. They're just announcing them now. They're not coming out until next year. Actually, no, they're out in July. I doubt that. They they absolute, the, the release date is July. These were already in production. Uh, you can go ahead and fact check me, man. They're, you can already pre-order these in the U.S., what I have not been able to do is find anywhere in Canada that you can pre-order these things. Um, but this sort of goes along with what we're saying. And if you're watching visually, McMahon is frantically checking to see if I'm bullshitting or if I've got my wires crossed here somewhere. Um, I know several people that have already pre-ordered these from GameStop in the U.S. I have checked Amazon. I have checked EB Games. I did not check Hot Topic because I know they're in a shopping mall. And I don't know if they'll do curbside pickup from there. I, I think they're just downright closed right now. I could be wrong. Yeah, they also don't do pre-orders on Pops. Oh, really? No, they are so first, first come, first, first serve. serve. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, these things are out. It might even be June, but I think it's July. July sounds right. Uh, July this year, they're already being eaten up in pre-orders, guys. The thing that I want to point out here, though, is 
if they are in fact right, or if I'm in fact right and they are out next month, which I believe I am, it's not like they said a month ago, all right, let's do Knights of the Old Republic and put these into production. No, 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 no. This was in the plans a long time ago, kind of like the Revan Black Series FX uh, lightsaber that's coming out that switches colors from his purple to his red in December. That might get backed up, but that got announced too. And then just before that, I know our buddy Rogue, who uh, helps us do Rogue's headlines here, he uh, he just ordered the the Jedi Revan, which for some reason flips his robes from black to white, even though he never had white robes. Um, that came out. And then th- th- there's more to it here. Uh, there is the... Oh, man, I'm losing my... Uh, okay, Revan was actually canonized. Yes, this is fact. If you have the Revenge of the Sith visual dictionary, Pablo Hildago himself has confirmed this, they have a nice nod to Revan as one of the Sith Trooper Legions, you know, those red stormtroopers that appear at the end of the movie and are absolutely useless, uh, is named the Revan Legion after Revan himself canonizing him in this canon. So this has seemed to be a long buildup here of different Revan material. And I know there's, uh, Fizz, you specifically have done this with me for a while now, uh, at some sort of Star Wars show or another. And we do know, just from people we've talked to, there's people really cynical about Knights of the Old Republic, its popularity, and whether anybody even cares about Revan or not. Can we not say that, one, they're delusional, and two, there's a reason they keep putting this shit out? The fact is this, other than Jaina Solo, okay, and I'm talking since the Disney era began, I don't want someone to pull up a Black Series Bastila from nine years ago uh, when Black Series, quite frankly, looked like garbage. There's a reason they're pushing this. Jaina was a fan vote, okay? That, that's the one-off. Jaina Solo's not coming to canon, sadly. Uh, they are pushing this, guys. Revan is coming. I mean, he's technically already canonized, but like something bigger is coming with this character because at the end of the day, Disney's not in the making friends business. They're in the making money business. Uh, Johnny, where are you with, with the Revan stuff and just the, the, I don't want to call them legends haters because I don't necessarily think they're that, but there's some people that are really out to lunch on the popularity of this character. And there's also a reason why Revan was top four in a Star Wars Who's the Best Character voting tournament we did that had over 125,000 votes. Top four out of 64 characters. Johnny? Oh, well, I mean, I think that, you know, it's... It's it's not so much haters of the character. It's people who... who don't like characters that aren't introduced either through the film's... You know, and I'm, I'm looping in, you know, the, the cartoons into that as well. But through the main canon stuff or through novels, you know, any character that's introduced outside of those two, there's a lot, a large portion of the fan base that, you know, tries to invalidate them. I, I don't even want to say large portion, but there's a portion of the fan base that tries to invalidate them because they're not, you know, they weren't created in one of their means. But, you know, games create fan bases, not just, not just in Star Wars, but universally video games create huge popularity huge fan bases i mean this character is in, in so many other franchises that are hugely popular that were just created through games i mean master chief is a good example of that you know samus you know i could keep going on and on and some of these characters that are exclusively video game characters that have become popular outside of that and revan is one of them for star wars because he represents a character that was created in the cold period. Yeah. You know, he, he kind of came in that lull in, in, there wasn't a whole lot going on. The prequels, you know, outside that was it. of, outside of the prequels. I mean, yeah, you know, the, it, the books were pretty staunch in, in their characters. New Jedi was, order just ended. Exactly. They were at the height, but they weren't introducing a lot of new characters. And they were just continuing stories for characters they've already created. And here is this character that, you know, for the first time, 
he's a character that is solely and wholly controlled by the fan base. You know, there was no books, there was no comics, there was nothing that told you what Revan's story was. And that was fun for us because we got to create the story ourselves. And we got to write Revan's story ourselves, which was so fun because no character's ever done that. Not in Star Wars. I mean, even, even you know, Dash Rendar, who was another character created out of video games that, you know, grew massive popularity, even his story was straightforward. You know, it, was, it wasn't an RPG. You didn't control the destiny. You didn't control the story. It was A to B to C to D. The story was there. But Revan, you could write that story yourself. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Do you make good decisions? Do you make evil decisions? You know, how does the story end? And that was the beauty of it. So many people could have so many different stories because there's so many different possibilities. I mean, you and I have talked endlessly about this game. And in, in what, what is it? What are we on now? 15 years since the game came out? Uh, 17. 17 years since the game came out? And... I can't speak for you, but for myself, I don't think I've ever played two playthroughs of the game that are identical. Oh, no, there's just too because much different that happens. there's such a breadth of options that, you know, it's, it's, it's individual each time you play. Even if you play the game in the same general way, you're still not making the same choices and the same decisions. And, you know, until the Revan novel came out, and, and that didn't come out for, what, God... 14, 15 years after the game? Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, it was quite that long, but it, it was like... But it was, it was a decade. It, it was about eight or nine years, yeah. It was it was up there, so... I mean, it was almost a decade before we actually had any sort of canonin, you know, oh, any sort of canon answer to Revan's story. You know, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? How did the story play out for real? It wasn't until that novel that we actually got a look into that, and it still left out a fair amount open for interpretation. You know, there were some some hard and fast things that were established, but you, there was still so much about the character we don't know that we can fill in our own answers based on how we played that game. No other character's ever done that. You, you notice that, like, one of the big things... Actually, I'll, I'll wait for this. Tommy, uh, where are you with this, man? Do you think that there's a, an ignorance in the fan base not realizing that, one, clearly something's coming with Revan, and I don't just mean the Funko Pop. Now, I'm not saying he's getting his own trilogy or even his own movie. It might be a series of books. It might be a series of comics. It might be an animated series, but they're planning something. The, the DNA is all over the place. Where are you with this, man? Well, I got to jump back just a tiny bit. Because I'm going to say, Sean, I am a cynical person because I'm used to us as Star Wars fans typically not getting this kind of thing of what we want. (laughs) And Revan has always been something I can't get enough of. Now, Johnny, you had just a few moments ago uh, spoke about having no canonical storyline for the events of Knights of the Old Republic. And I'm pretty sure this could be extended to Knights of the Old Republic, too until the release of the Revan novel. I don't know if that's accurate. I do think that there was a canonical timeline released. I don't know who constructed it. I would assume it was the story group. Well, it doesn't exist but anymore, pretty, but they actually... Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore yeah. by no means. But it's, the, the ending of Knights of the Old Republic, the canon ending back, ending back then is the light side ending with Revan. Yes. And that Revan yes, was a male is. character and not a female and character. And the same goes for the Jedi Exile of Knights of the Old Republic. Who ended up being too. a female character in the canon yes. instead of a male character, Mitra Surik. So. Mitra Surik, yes. Now, I gotta tell you, there is, based off of the evidence we've been getting on and off in recent years, yeah, there's been a little bit of Rev merch here and there. And Revan's never really ever completely left the fan base, I guess, heart, you might say, heart, soul, whatever. I'd say if there is a time to see something Revan, it's, they've been slowly really building up to it. I mean, just just look at some of the callbacks that have been present throughout the sequel trilogy. It's there. It's there. And I 
sincerely hope this is valid. I really want to see Revan brought into the storyline and not in some backdoor mention in some dictionary somewhere that most of the fan base isn't going to look at. I want to see Revan streamlined. Now, don't give him his own trilogy. Don't get none of that is necessary. It'd be awesome. But number one, I don't think it would satisfy the diehard Revan fans because we'd probably be a bit jerky about it. You're going to have to be open to something different. Yes, Just like yes. you had to be open to something different with Thrawn. But make, make no mistake, guys. And I mean, Malik was also here with the Funko Pop figure. And I wouldn't be surprised if they canonize Revan that they canonize Malik. They might not canonize Bastila. But I think Revan and Malik are both... Revan's already canonized, but... um, You know, when you think of Darth Revan... And by the way, just off the top here... uh, This is not only the Holonet report going on right now. This is the main event uh, going on right now as we continue this Revan discussion. There's no point of breaking from it and getting back into it. Uh, So, really briefly here, we're going to take a break here... And uh, keep up with the main event of the evening while discussing Revan. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, we're on the main event of the evening. Just moving some things around here on the show. It's been that sort of night. Uh, We're going to continue our Revan discussion since we're already deep into it. I really don't want to break away from it. Um, you know, guys, there's one thing that keeps getting brought up in all Star Wars right now. It's literally the centerpiece of Star Wars right now. Mandalorians. And who connects to Mandalorians more than Revan? The answer is arguably nobody. That's how deep and rich his past is with Mandalorians. And the one thing that keeps coming up, guys... Uh, it's come up in a lot of the animated stuff, it's come up in a lot of the comics, even the novels, is they keep dropping hints of the Mandalorian Wars. So I can't help but wonder, is one of these shows going to be the Mandalorian Wars? Like, there'd be no better time to be developing something Mandalorian right now, like ancient Mandalorian, than than right now, when they're at the forefront. And then you add Revan into it. Right there, yeah. Yeah, they have not developed on Mandalorians at any point until these recent years with the acquisition, with Rebels, with the Mandalorian, with you know the Clone Wars revisit. They're it front and center right now. They're, they're front and center yeah. more than the Jedi and the yeah. Sith are right now. And, you this know... Is one, it's, it's just one example of... Something we don't see all that often, but they listen to the fans. They took a they took a note from the playbook, and they did something we really wanted. You got to give them credit for that. One of the issues at hand here, guys, and I do agree with them with this, and this has been out there for a long time, like a really long time, probably before there was anything on the front burner. And that is, Knights of the Old Republic takes place, I believe it's 4,000 years before the original trilogy. The fact is, when you look at the tech that's around then, whether you're talking Knights of the Old Republic 1 or 2 or Star Wars The Old Republic, it's still really similar to the tech. I mean, there's obviously some differences that let you know that it's a a little bit of an older time, but it's not 4,000 years older in a galaxy that's constantly upping technology. So uh, the one thing that's been hinted at for a while is moving Revan's story closer to current canon. But you, in my opinion, you can't move Revan's story in front of Darth Bane's story because Darth Bane's story has some, even though the books aren't canon anymore, still had some pretty vital Revan connections uh, with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it goes from being 4,000 years ago to 1,300 years ago, something a little more believable uh, than what's there right now. Uh, the one thing that seems to be happening here, though, in my opinion, is the DNA is everywhere. Revan is coming. They're not doing it with any other Legends characters, guys. The only one that you even got two that you got a hint of 
were Thrawn, who, by the way, now canon, and Jaina Solo, who, by the way, got her character via fan vote. Or her toy via fan vote. And, uh, you know, I'm okay with this. I, I am, and I, I can't, first of all, before we get too far into this, were you able to fact check the Funko Pop, Johnny? You're muted. That's ever so helpful. That's what happens. You start clicking away on the keyboard and you forget to unmute yourself. Um, you had the date right. Um, it is, uh, is a it GameStop exclusive. It's a GameStop exclusive. Yeah. So Oof. it will be available up here at EB. They actually had a pre-order page, but it's obviously sold out. Really? Because I never found a pre-order page. Yep. That worries me. It being... Like, I just said Revan EB Games. I just said Revan in an EB Games search bar, and uh, it popped up. Not good. Already sold out. Well, that's online. I, I mean, store quantities are different, so there's no guarantee. Who knows we're going to get into stores. an EB, so. Um, I don't think any are open right now, anyway. Um, I don't know if the one in the North End is open for curbside. I, I don't know. I haven't looked. I'm not sure. One way or another, I'm going to get my hands on those two, even if I have to pay more for them. So, uh, Guys, Revan's such a rich character with so many different possibilities. Um, I'm just going to throw this out here. I am... I am confident that something with Revan visually that's not books or comics is coming to us within the next half a decade. And probably sooner than that. Do you guys think that's too soon? First of all, do you think it's happening? Is that what's going on? They lay in the groundwork for this? Johnny? I, I think they're starting to. You know, I mean, we saw some... You know, it, I, I think the fact that it was all but going to happen in what was originally planned to be, you know, the Clone Wars... You know, he was all set to be canonized then. Dave Filoni idea. Uh, you know, so I, I think that, you know, it was... As soon as Filoni got the okay uh, and company got the okay to add him to canon in the Clone Wars back then, I think it was a foregone conclusion that it was inevitably going to happen. It was just a question of when and where and how. You know, they, they couldn't just shoehorn his, you know, return into the Clone Wars like they originally planned because you know there was no time for that there was no no part of the storyline we got that made sense to canonize revan but i think it is going to happen inevitably in what form and you know when it is you know it's not it's not on uh, lucas like i'll say not disney like because you know it was lucas that that, you know, the Corbon Marbon thing, but we don't talk about that. Dumb. Just dumb. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's not unlike them to change the stories to suit what they're telling. So, you know, moving the timeline forward, I mean, I suppose that's possible. You know, I don't want them to bring it too far forward because the idea of Revan existing in a time period where Yoda also exists just screws with my head. Yeah, so I wanna, I certainly some possibilities there, though. In theoretically, sure. But I don't but, think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's a little too far, too soon, too recent yeah. for him. So I, I think you know we'll still see him, you know, 1,500 years ago or so, something like that. But Something that's yeah. not 4,000 years ago. Yeah. Something that's not quite so far back, yeah. yeah. But it's just a question of what it's going to be in. You know, is it going to be books? Is it going to be comics? Is it going to be, you know, some heretofore unknown television series or cartoon series or hell, even movies? You know, I don't know, but it's going to be something. You know, he's one of those characters that they're able to draw back on when you consider they're out of the Skywalker saga. He's so well liked by the majority of the fan base. And, you know, it. it's, you know... I'm not saying he's their Iron Man or their Captain America, but they don't have a whole lot of content to draw back on like that. That's not Skywalker Saga, and he's one of them that they do. You know, he set up, he set right up there to just hit the ball over the park. Uh, Tommy, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. Five years, do we have something in a in a motion picture type aspect, whether it's the big screen or small screen with Revan? Uh, 
Does it have to be a motion picture? It has to be either a movie or a TV series or an animated show. Based off of rumors, I wouldn't be surprised if something video game-esque came to light, particularly considering the character's origins. I would be pleasantly surprised if we saw something Revan on the screen. Well, time off to tell. And that's that's the other yeah. possibility here is it, it might end up just being, all right, here's Knights of the Old Republic again, but it's canon and closer to the new timeline and we switched up some of the story and here you go. Um, but, you know, time will tell. That's going to do it for our main event of the evening. And now it's time to get to Tommy B's personal segment. The Imperial Spotlight. Spotlight. This week on Imperial Spotlight, we are talking Joe Lee Bindo. Now, keeping with our Knights of the Old Republic theme for this show, Joe Lee Bindo appeared in the first Knights of the Old Republic. He's a male human Jedi, served in the Jedi Order in the Galactic Republic during the Great Sith War. Now, I participated in several Rimward missions. Bindo fought against Exar Kun and went in a self-imposed exile on Kashyyyk soon afterwards. Near the close of the Jedi Civil War, he joined Revan against Darth Malak and the Sith Empire. He also had the option of turning on Jolie and executing him. Guys, I I really found Jolie Bindo uh, going through the series to be awesome, and let me tell you why. So, just when you're getting into the background of his character, you really see hints aligning him to this whole sense of being what we used to call a gray Jedi. Now, to the best of my understanding, gray Jedi are no longer a thing in the current canon. There was hints that that was going to be Ahsoka Tano, but we've pretty much steered away from officially from that i do believe i don't know about that i think that's debatable regardless you know what do you what do you guys think what do you think of jolie bindo throughout the game uh my favorite part of jolie bindu was getting to the final planet with the ones turning to the dark side and executing his ass alongside juhani uh nothing better than those two thinking they can take you out as revan and you decide you know what i don't need you guys anymore so you're done I'm going to execute you. Um, But the character itself was cool, no doubt. Uh, The one thing I didn't know, and I'm the one that set these notes up, is I had no idea that Bindu fought Exar Kun. That's complete new revelation to me. Yeah, you got to check that for me because I'm I'm being, I'm questioning that. Isn't Exar Kun a little bit far removed from Knights of the Old Republic? I thought so. so I would think so. It's it's very possible that uh, Wikipedia is wrong on this, which is where this was taken from. Um, but I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to uh, fact check that. We need to keep rolling though. Here, Fizz, what do you think of Bindu? Not Bindu, Bindo, Bindu, <laughs> Rebels, um, Bindo, K O T O R. I hated him. <laughs> I. Ne- <laughs> I never had any you for. killed him and you hate him. You both are disappointing. This whole panel is just disappointing me tonight. Nothing but disappointment. I I never had well, any then. use for him as a character. You know, I, I I played the good guy, so of course I did I I didn't kill him, but you know, oh. he was one of those companions that as soon as you got him, he just sat in his spot in the cargo hold and you never worried about him again. You know, I, I never, I never had use for him. He was a character that just didn't, he didn't do anything for me. You know, you're disappointing. Very disappointing. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Ben Jolie Bindo was, was not one of my favorites. He only came on missions that he had to come on. And, um, like I said, I, I loved taking him down at that final planet. Give you this though, he he definitely stood up for what he believed in in that game, and 
whenever you made a decision he didn't like, he certainly didn't mind telling you. <laughs> so, uh, probably one of the reasons I got slightly annoyed. Anyways, that was the Imperial Spotlight uh, for tonight. And in the tradition of doing things out of order on this show tonight, due to how wacky we started, it's time for a little segment provided to us by our good friend Ryan, read to you by Johnny himself. It is time for Rogue's Headlines. The Illuminati first broke the news, which was picked up by several news sites, that Lucasfilm is on the hunt for an actor of Asian descent in his 30s to play a live-action version of Rebels character Ezra Bridger. This report has not been addressed yet by Lucasfilm or Disney, but it's rumored that this will be for a new Disney Plus series and not The Mandalorian. This rumor points other rumored TV shows, such as the one to feature Ahsoka, who will apparently make her live-action debut in season 2 of The Mandalorian and a Rebel sequel. It is possible these rumors will all be for the same show. Nothing has been confirmed. There's no mention of in the article, but one would assume if the report was true, Thrawn would also appear in some form. Due to the ongoing pandemic, the upcoming High Republic series has been delayed until next year. Battlestar Galactica writer Ronald D. Moore spoke to Collider recently and addressed the author's uncle, among the writers who were brought in to write the series and talked about how the series was one big storyline telling Collider it was one long tale with episodic things that would happen. You know, there would be certain events that would happen in this episode, this episode, so it was sort of an episodic quality to some of it, but it was telling a larger narrative in terms of the story of those particular characters in that setting. The trailer for the upcoming Disney Plus Star Wars-themed game show, Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge, is currently available on the Star Wars Kids YouTube page. There is a new VR experience coming soon set in Galaxy's Edge. The adventure will take place between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker on the outskirts of the Black Spire outburst from Disneyland and Disney World. And those were Rogue's Headlines. Uh, all right, guys, continuing rolling on episode two of the Star Wars Renegades podcast. Uh, there is no rumor or not this week. We wanted to cut the show down a little bit from last week. The rumor or not will return next week. But we head back over to Tommy B for his Renegade recommendations. This week's Renegade recommendation is Star Wars Darth Bane Path of Destruction. It's the first novel in the Darth Bane trilogy and it takes place approximately 1,000 years before the events of the original trilogy. It's by Droon Karpshin. It comes in half a dozen different formats. It's still in print to the best of my knowledge. You can get an ebook, probably audiobook. Audiobook for sure highly recommend it it comes in it follows darth bane you hear about his origins on his home world how he comes to grips with his ability to wield the force and you see how he becomes a sith and institutes the wolf too uh darth bane i still have not read that trilogy i know the cliff notes but i haven't read that trilogy and it's something that needs to be rectified even though it's not canon anymore let me just tell the the listeners who are not seeing the visual aspect of this right now Tommy B is currently holding the book up on camera. Not only is it in hardcover, but that's in some pretty damn good condition still, dude. That uh, that that's a that's a beautiful book cover too. Definitely love the book cover. So, uh, Darth Bane book number one is Tommy's recommendation for this week. Mister Johnny has the recommendation for next week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us. As I look over my show notes here, just to make sure that, in fact, brings us to a little segment that we like to call on this show. I think it's the segment that makes the show real unique. We call this segment The Death Watch.
I claim this sword, and my rightful place as leader of Death Watch. All right, Johnny, you are playing the role of judge and executioner this week as uh, Tommy and I take on one another. Uh, and then the following week, it'll be Tommy playing the role as executioner. And then as we get into week four, we will start to bring on some other people to participate in the Death Watch. But uh, Johnny, take it away, man. All right, uh, Tommy, as last week's winner, because I was screwed. I'll let you call the coin flip. It's a lovely Canadian quarter. And he's not even Canadian. Not. This is yeah, bullshit. I have, an, I have an American quarter. So what do you have on there? Do you do you have heads and tails, or it's, is it like yeah. two tails? Well, or? we have we have moose and queen. Are you for real? I am for real. Moose and queen. There's there's, there's no leaf. There's no leaf. There were leaves on the penny. I think that's the only one that had leaves on it. I'm filing a grievance. This is bullshit. It's all, This is already rigged. I'll take the queen. You're going to take the queen? So Tommy calls head. It fell on the floor. That way it's neg it's negated. That does not count. We'll, we'll, we'll flip it again because that one did kind of get away from me a little bit. It's, it's a little difficult to flip a coin in the dark. There we go. We got the catch. We got the turn. And it is... It's Queen! Tommy, you, uh, it is heads. You get the choice. Choose three numbers between one and six. Bullshit. I'll take one, six, and five. One, six, and five. Oh, dear. Got things falling over everywhere. Okay, I don't know why I'm pulling. That leaves me, yeah, audience, with right? two, three, Jeez. and four. Now, the way the Death work, Watch works, guys, is it's sort of like Star Wars trivia. It definitely has a trivia aspect to it, but every single question has to be a character's death, and it can be in canon and or it can be in Legends. So it really tests your Star Wars knowledge and your Star Wars might and really, you know, puts a weird sort of spin on deaths of characters that we either know, love, or hate in Star Wars. Well, there's a lot of hating in this. Um, yeah, I think Tommy threw the better numbers. But uh, stunned, we'll I, I'm I'm so utterly there's, stunned. There's, there's no changing. These are the numbers that I drew, that I, that I wrote up earlier. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, I almost gave the answer away before I started the first one. Um, Tommy won the coin flip. Took first bit stage. Do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. A second. All right. Tommy, your first question. Let's go. This person had a bounty placed on his head. He possessed the strongest blaster in Knights of the Old Republic. And if you didn't kill him, the bombardment probably did. Who is he? What's the time limit for these? 15 seconds. I'm pretty sure I'm getting this name completely wrong. I'm going to go, my God, Draco Nord. Drake? Who is Draco Nord? Yep, I got it wrong. Oh, oh well. I, 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 got a, I got a face, not a name. I know I don't get the point for it, but I'm going to guess. Okay. Davik Kang. Also incorrect. Ooh. Pendax Starkiller. Pendax Starkiller. Oh, bounty yeah, had a bounty that, placed that, on his head, yeah. and his blaster was the actual was the the strongest blaster in Knights of the Old Republic. I never knew that. Now Pendax Starkiller, he was one of the Mandalorians, right? Yes. And you fought him in the ring, but it was an optional mission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the bounty I, I that was him. placed on his head. You, the only way he would fight you is to the death. All right, let's keep this thing rolling. All right, Sage, your first question. This character has appeared... It, it, listen very carefully, okay? This character has appeared in some form in eight of nine episodic films, was part of the training of every birth-named Skywalker, 
and survived a purge to die of old age. Who is he? Ten seconds. I mean, I know there's a really obvious one here, but... Five, four, three, two, one. Yoda. That is correct. See, I thought that was too easy. Like, I, I had Yoda right off the bat. I thought it was a trick question, so... Well, you got it right, so there you go. So sometimes the trick questions are tricks because they try to make you stumble. The audience is screaming at their friggin' uh, whether they're listening on Apple or Google or watching live. It's Yoda, you dumb shit! It's Yoda. <laughs> this this is Johnny I, we're talking about. I'm sure he had something positioned to screw me. I originally had it phrased as was part of the training of every named Skywalker, but then that would have included Ray since she assumed the name and Ugh. that wouldn't have been accurate for the answer, so I had to emphasize birth named Skywalkers. Alrighty. Alright, Tommy, question number two. This person was killed for their ineptitude. Wait, they- sod question. Are we going... What order are we going in? The same one we did last week. Continue. You're going, you're going back and forth, but this would be number five. Okay. Keep this going. Your, Sorry. This is your yep. second yep. Second question. All right. This character was killed because of their ineptitude. They were in command of a Star Destroyer at the time of their death, and their apology was accepted. <laughs> Who are they? Oh, <laughs> uh, I know the answer to this one. This is New Jedi Order era, isn't it? Ten seconds. I am not well formed with the New Jedi Order era. Not as much as I'd like to be. I don't have it. You can go ahead. You got five, four, three, two, one. No answer? The, the, the answer is not New Jedi Order era. The answer is The Empire Strikes Back. I believe it goes something along the lines of Apology accepted, Captain Nita. That is, that is correct. Sage. Sage would have got it. That was, it was Captain Nita. Wow, I done tricked myself out with that one. Huh. I, I almost I did that on my question, said, so I thought that was a softball. I was like, what? Yeah. I, I thought it was too when I wrote it, but, you know, some person, somebody's softball is somebody else's fastball. All right, Sage. Your second question. I can win it right here. Win. Yeah. Actually. All right. This person served as a jester to a hut. They shared a puppeteer with Admiral Akbar, and they almost bit out 3PO's eye. Salacious crow. Wow. You got that one really quick. <laughs> yeah, that, that was Rick's. softball. It was. <laughs> And your winner! Uh, Y'all left me with two, and and they were the hard ones. That's unfortunate. Come on, finish the questions. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll go for a score here. I mean, the match is over. Let's let's do it. We got some time. We're running ahead. Say you just got the dub, so let's let's run it out. All right, uh, Tommy, your final question. And I guess either of us can answer this. If he like, if he doesn't get it wrong, then yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry, if if he doesn't. If you don't get this one right, though, I will have to disown you as a friend. Okay. Dun dun dun. Well, it's, it's not hard. It's, it's hard until the last clue. This character is a bounty hunter in canon. Okay, this, think about this one. This one's fun. In canon, this person has both never seen a lightsaber, yet stolen one. And despite what George Lucas would later edit, he didn't shoot first. Who is he? You said he stole a lightsaber in canon? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I guess I'm not familiar with that story, but based off of your last comment, I'm going to go with Greedo. It was Greedo. And, What's uh, that from? What's that from? 
I would just like to object under the uh, the form of the last comment was not a death comment, and in fact, an additional hint. If this was still a competitive game, my I would be very mad. <laughs> well, that ties into his death because he didn't shoot first, so he's dead. All right, let's. Now, the, the point was, uh, in, in canon, it, he both stole lightsaber, yet has never seen one. Comes from, one is from, uh, what's the book of stories? Um, the anthology one? From a I certain of point of view. Is that uh, Bounty Hunter Tales? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's one or not, but it, it's, it's one of the anthology books. And the other one is a comic for Galaxy's Edge. Hmm. I've read Bounty Hunter Tales, I don't remember that, but. Maybe I can't I, remember his back. Yeah, whatever, whatever. All right, Sage, this would have been the last one. Although he dressed like them, he was not one of them. His face was more prominent after his death. He survived one Jedi before being killed by another. Who is he? Could you repeat that? That was, that was one hell of a riddle. Although he dressed like them, he was not one of them. His face was more prominent after his death. He survived one Jedi before being killed by another. Who is he? Did I get the stop? classic dead air going on here. That's that's me thinking. I'm just waiting for McMahon to do the countdown here. Um, oh, in that case, uh, it's got to be like five, four, three, two, one. I got nothing. Tommy, do you have an idea? No, I don't, but I want to know. Django Fett. Ballad. Very he dressed valid. like a Mandalorian, but he wasn't one. His face was more prominent after his death because it was the face of the clones. He survived Obi-Wan to be killed by Mace. No, that's valid. I, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's a really good one. got to give you credit for the wording on that. And once you hear the answer, it's like, oh, right. Dressed like a Mandalorian, but wasn't one, although that might be changed here soon. Well, I can um, only go on the knowledge we have right now, so... Uh, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you hear the music starting to play, and that can only mean one thing. We have come to the conclusion of the second episode of the Star Wars Renegades podcast. want to take this time to uh, remind everybody that uh, you can find us on social media. We're really trying to build our Instagram right now, so check us out. Star Wars Renegades, all one word, on Instagram. You can also check us out, Fandom Empire Now, on Instagram. Make sure you include the now. And if you're a horror fan slash Halloween fan, we have a new podcast coming called the Camp Haddonfield Podcast. Uh, Lots of stuff going over there on that Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter at SWRenegades or at Fandom Empire Now. Now, if you want to support the show in a different way and you can afford to do so, we have a Patreon up right now where there is exclusive content. In fact, Thomas and I just recorded an exclusive episode that doesn't get numbered, but it's an exclusive Patreon episode of the Star Wars Renegades podcast. It's available on Patreon right now with some other cool shit. Uh, Big thanks to Joey, Aaron, Joseph, Nick, James, Matt, Brianna, Kenny, Brian, Reno, Aaron, and Jim for their support. Uh, Greatly appreciated, guys. It means the world. Uh, Johnny, thanks for doing this tonight, man. Oh, man, it's always fun. You know, I, uh, I'd hope to slip a few more past you in the death bots, but uh, I got my stump, and it was a good one. I'm happy with that. Fair enough. It's safe to say that I, in fact, survived the death watch, and Tommy, in fact, did not. Uh, all right, Johnny, where can everybody find you at social media, man? Oh, you can find me uh, at fandom underscore McMahon, and one day I may or may not start using it appropriately. Tommy B, man, thanks for doing this tonight, dude. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was a great show, and you got me. 
So you bested me. It was fun, though, so can't beat that. Where can everybody find you at, boy? Find me on over Twitter at Zaz1650XAS1650 and all around our Facebook groups and pages. And you can find me on Twitter at Sean, S-H-A-W-N, Sage, S-A-J-E. That is where I will be. You can find me there. But more importantly, just go on follow the uh, Star Wars Renegades on uh, Twitter, which is SW Renegades, or on Instagram, Star Wars Renegades. Definitely building our stuff up over there. If you want to be on the Star Wars Renegades podcast in order to participate in the Death Watch, please leave us a message on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, our Facebook Star Wars Renegades or Fandom Empire. Uh, after next week, we're going to start branching off and uh, bring it on bring one guest probably per per episode, uh, at least for the Death Watch segment. So lots going on there. Uh, this was episode two of the Star Wars Renegades podcast for Johnny and Tommy and the rest of the Phantom Empire staff that helps make this thing possible. I'm Sean. We'll see you next week. And may the Force be with you. Good night.